Welcome back to the Capes and Tights podcast. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. We're back for another episode with Jonathan Hedrick. He returns after being back on here back in July. This time around, he's here to talk about Dream Master, his new book uh, with Demetrius over at Black Box Comics. We also talked a little bit about the recount and other things at the end, so check that out as well. But most of this episode is talking about Dream Master coming to you November 30th at your local comic book shop. Before you get started here, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, as well as visit capesandtights.com for articles, reviews, uh, and, and opinions, and all that kind of stuff uh, from the world of comic books and geek, geek culture. But this episode is with Jonathan Hedrick talking about Dream Master at Black Box Comics, available November 30th, 2022. Enjoy, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast there, Jonathan. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me back on, Justin. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been only about six months or so, or less than that, probably. We're on in July uh, yeah. to talk about other stuff you were doing. And it's right, funny, right. since then, which I want to talk about towards the end, but sure. since then, you have released two one-shots that you were not talking about yet <laughs> when, when we recorded in July. So that's kind of right. funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot can happen in six months, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we're here to talk Dream Master, a uh, new comic book uh, by you. Uh, you have Luigi uh, Baricelli right. as the artist and mm -hmm. Ruben Cort Corto. Yep. Colorist. Yeah, colorist. DC Hopkins on letters. And, it, yeah. you know, obviously it's over there at uh, uh, Black Box Comics. Um, and I'm not even going to try to say Demetrio's name. No, uh, Zaharakus. Yeah, I think you probably did it better than I could. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's this great thing called the internet, Jonathan. You yeah. just look up. <laughs> how to say someone's name <laughs> yeah I, i've tried that before but it, it has failed me before too <laughs> so uh yeah that's uh that's the book and just start out well, just quickly before we get in dive into it tell me mm -hmm. your solicitation that you tell people uh what the book is yeah i like to tell uh people the elevator pitch that it's um imagine nightmare before christmas but freddy krueger is the hero I think about like a, a twist on that type of like you mm -hmm. can die in this dream world. Your nightmares can actually kill you, but instead you're not alone yet. There's someone out there who is um, this nameless unsung hero because you don't remember who he is when you wake up and he's just cursed to live this life in our nightmares and save our, save us. And we don't remember him. So he's the dream master. And um, yeah, it's just a really cool series I get to write and I get to have a lot of fun in that setting. You know, when you're talking about the dream world, it's like there, there, there's no limits with that. It, and it's, it's a scary, you know, I haven't, I don't say it's the scariest comic book, but I'm saying like, I haven't been into um, like horror films until this year, really. Yeah. And my wife was like, are you going to be okay? You're going to go kill someone now or something like that? Because like literally <laughs> in the month of October, I watched like, 30 horror films and she i was like yeah but it was halloween you know you have to of do course. that yeah. uh but but i was thinking to myself that one of the scariest places anything can ever happen to you is after you fall asleep because oh, yeah. i feel like that's the place for you to rest uh to relax to rejuvenate right. and if some you fall asleep and you could die yeah. not just from like having a heart attack but like you could die in those dreams those nightmares yeah. it's freaking scary dude <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, it there's a lot of um you know, horror elements that we put in this and we're soliciting it as a horror book. But, you know, uh, horror has so many subgenres too. 
So if I could tack on another one to that, it would be uh, a horror fantasy or a fantasy horror, you know, because, you know, we're going on an adventure too. Uh, we're going to mm -hmm. learn more about who the dream master is. And, you know, there, there are rules in this world. We don't get to just, you know, Oh, he whipped out this thing, this magical item that saved the day that, you know, he never had this entire time. So, um, yeah, so it is grounded in that aspect. And, you know, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a lot of fun to write because, you know, is uh, as a horror fan myself, you know, this is the comic book that I would want to read when I hear, you know, a horror book. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm having a great time on it. It, it does, uh, you know, toe that line, which is great because, again, mm -hmm. uh, you know, not being into horror until this year now, I'm like, I feel like I'm really into it and I can watch some more obscure things and read some more. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I've been reading horror comic books for the past couple of years anyway. I mean, there's been a sure. lot of great out there, but that borderline oh, yeah. one where it's like, I can, <laughs> this is a scary book to read before bed, but like I can read it in bed, and not get nightmares. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I feel like a um, nail biter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joshua Williams. That, that, right. that book, honestly, I think did give me nightmares when I went to sleep. Yes. I was like, I got to stop reading this when I go to bed, man, this is right. not good for my sleep. <laughs> the Department of truth does the same thing for me, even though I don't think that's solicitous as a horror book, it, but it, it gives me the heebie-jeebie sometimes. There's been it's, a few is issues where it's like, man, James, come on, dude, you gotta put a warning label on this thing sometimes. Cause I, I was looking over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not solicited as a horror book, but you know what, you know, James Tinian, touching yeah. that thing probably has a little horror uh, oh, background in it anyway. So, yeah, I mean, that that's where, you know, he really um, shines too in that genre. So, yeah. Where did this come from? Like, where did this, how did this start? How did they get to the, to, to write Dream Master? Well, um, long story, uh, Black, so Black Box Comics is, um, you know, it's their own IPs. Uh, this isn't my own um, creation that I uh, submitted to them. Uh, they came to me out of a, a recommendation for from um, a good friend of mine named Travis, um, who does uh, the show Comics with Bueller. And um, he reached out to them. He's like, I'm a real big fan of the recount. Um, you should really get this guy, Jonathan, to write a comic book for you. So uh, he linked us up, uh, Demetrius and I, and him and I had like a long phone call back in, it was Megacon 2021 <laughs> that uh, him and I uh, were talking um, we first, uh, you know, just kind of swapped uh, each other's stories, uh, explained like what my strengths are, what kind of comic books I like to write. And um, he's like, uh, he said, when we ha I have something for you that fits in that, you know, area, I'll let you know. So, you know, months went by, you know, I kept on, you know, kept in touch just saying, hey, if you think of anything, let me know. And finally he had the um, synopsis of Dream Master, which was like about a, a page and a half of what uh, outline of what he wanted for it. He just said, what can you do with this? So I, I gave him my thoughts and then uh, that led to issue one and then the ball just started rolling and it was, uh, gave me the green light and I just kept on writing scripts. So um, yeah, yeah, it came, it, it took a, a while, you know, I'm thrilled that you know end of this month is gonna be the issue one because it's been in the works for a long time. Yeah, um, I bet that there's that, you know, getting it done is a great mm -hmm. accomplishment to you but then like you know it's like recording this you get it yeah. done you, you edit it and then you're like okay at least today we're recording this and i'm really we're releasing it on wednesday but yeah. i recorded one this morning 
uh, that's releasing next Wednesday. And I'm like, I just want people to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Let's go. Let's get it out to the people. Uh, yeah. and, and I want to hear some people's feedback. And so um, it is even funny enough that you talked about Dream Master not that long ago. And I'm still thinking yeah. that we booked this and, <laughs> and the comic book was coming out. It's yeah. still not out and it's not out until the 30th of November. So I can imagine yeah. how much, uh, you know, you want people to read it in your side of the thing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, writing comic books is a slow process from, uh, from, you know, uh, idea conception uh, to actually holding it in your hand. You know, it, it does not happen quickly. I think a lot of people, uh, don't understand that too they they think that you know oh you you wrote this comic because you saw that movie last week like no no i already <laughs> already thought about this a long time ago i got i got a lot of flack um about the recount because of you know the things that were happening like no no that that was like two years ago i, I wrote that <laughs> not my fault that life imitates art so yes, exactly they yeah, copied you now uh, yeah yeah <laughs> this is a good idea we should do this in the real world <laughs> Weird, weirdly someone used it as a handbook i, I don't know they got it in the wrong section <laughs> oh, the God, trade yeah. was in the wrong section at bam or borders <laughs> yeah. or whatever uh, yeah they uh did you um did they put you up with with uh luigi in, in dc and in, in ruben or did you have to get the people to help you with the book no uh black box uh it, it uh handled all that which is a, a great you know um uh a change for me uh you know a lot of my self-published ips are um you know me also being the project manager throughout uh so this uh i removed me from that equation even though you know i was brought in to or we have uh group chats and we talk uh and bounce things off of each other but not having to to put the team together pay for everyone's part was a, a blessing which let me focus more on the story uh, the creative side, but so grateful that Luigi's on it. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, I think him and I have a great writer-artist relationship. Um, the things he can do is just amazing. And I really didn't, when I wrote that first issue, I didn't know what he was capable capable of. Uh, you know, I, I went through his Instagram page, looked at what his art style was, but then when he uh, came back with those first pages for issue one, um, I think I was already on, I was uh, either middle of writing issue three or just about to write issue three. And I was like, oh man, I need to give this guy bigger pages. You know, mm -hmm. so I started throwing in double splash pages and mul multiple one, one splash pages because he can, you know, he doesn't waste a square centimeter uh, of art in, in this whole entire series. I mean, yes, it, the covers alone, like, he volunteered to do wraparounds for the a covers i mean how, how that that is usually an incentive yeah. or a variant or a, a retailer exclusive the, all the a's are wraparounds by the interior artist how, how crazy is that <laughs> and it's like and it's funny when it's like you could say oh yeah i did wraparounds and they're good it's not like <laughs> right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he has a, like this style that that i think that i like that gives me a little like I don't know, the main character, the main girl character in the first mm -hmm. issue uh, has a little bit of, I don't know, I want to say Todd McFarlane-esque facial yeah. things, but then yeah. also his monsters. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. and so you have this a person with the ability to draw good people, but also good monsters. Sometimes you have one or the other. There are people who look kind of funny, but the monsters right. are amazing. Uh, yeah. And this, it's like when you get some of that, part where there is some monsters and things in mm. this uh, some creatures i should say not monsters some creatures right. um you don't get it's not like oh but when you start off with seeing the little girl you're like oh 
I, I, that looks like a person. So yeah, yeah his, his artwork is unbelievable. And then obviously adding the colors to it, uh, the, the, the yeah. purples and blues through the whole thing are beautiful uh, yes. on, on this book too. So it's cool because they're not, I read a book recently that I felt like I had to like say the one thing I didn't like about it was the computer generated mm-hmm. style of, uh, uh, of um, colors right. and that modern, almost big two, publishers where they use that modern colors scheme that i just don't like that much and this is more like the the colors that i like that it seems like someone worked hard to color that book yeah um ruben uh the colorist really has his work cut out for him having you know because of the the detail of luigi's pencils and Mm -hmm. inks ruben really it's not easy um but i believe luigi did recommend ruben to black fox um and yeah we, we uh he comes back with the colors and it just elevates it. It's already cranked up to 10 by Luigi. And then he just cranks it up to 11. Um, Ruben does. Uh, it, it, we're just, I'm just amazed. I'm blown away all, all every time I get uh, pages back. It, it's just so cool, you know, to, to see these things just like come to life. And going back to Luigi and his like, he likes yeah. to do like disturbing things like yes. that. Uh, so and that's great because every issue you know i'm like all right what kind of crazy you know demon monster creature can i throw in this what kind of warped thing can i do because now that i know luigi can handle it and on top of it enjoys it you know Uh, my art direction doesn't have to be you know a full page per panel to describe what i want i can just be like all right uh this creature uh, is a demon now make it happen luigi and he does uh and then some so it's really it, it, cool. and it's not just the people either i just like glancing through it again so like the benefit is is that i was writing a review for the site mm-hmm. and so i read that then i was like okay i'm gonna read it again or so i read it again first just to read it get it over with yeah. then i read it again wrote some notes and mm-hmm. then i read it again uh, uh last night getting ready for this and one of the benefits of doing something like that like that with a, with the first issue is I, the third time I read it, I just looked at the backgrounds. The backgrounds yeah. are so detailed and, and cool, and it's a dream world. So you get exactly. this ability to like warp things and add stupid things in there that that mm-hmm. are not in your real life things. So and it, there is some almost disturbing yeah. <laughs> things in the background, skulls or whatever there may be, right. and it's uh, it's they're all in detail, and, and, and it reminds me of a conversation I had with my buddy Bob, who uh, Bob, sorry, Steve, Steve Mardo, who drew a comic book for. Um, uh, scout or black caravan whatever it was mm. and they uh he did this whole page that was super detailed and gave it over to a colorist mm-hmm. and the colorist was like you suck <laughs> he's like you yeah. know you don't need to put all there's a phone in the background it can have a black screen you don't need to put something on the little phone screen in the background you suck so bad yeah. but like i could picture uh you know the colorist looking at Luigi's artwork and being like, come on, man. But <laughs> if they've worked together before, then, you know, or, or yeah. like each other, at least I'm sure they right. enjoy doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, the, Ruben is, yeah, he's wonderful. Like I said, he's got his work cut out for him, but I can tell he, he enjoys it. The conversations mm-hmm. I've had on, online with him, he, he's psyched, he's sharing um, the, the project. Yeah. I, I've worked with a lot of colorists and they're all great. Um, but you know, usually they they like, get done with the job and they're on to the next one. Mm-hmm. But Ru- Ruben, as a colorist, he's sharing and promoting, and he's psyched about this project too. So uh, that that uh, says a lot when you know he's invested in it. Yes. Yeah. And and, and I, so the, who I talked to this morning that's going to be out next week was Chrissy Williams and Lauren Knight um, mm-hmm. from the book Rolled and Rage, and we had talked about letterers uh, mm-hmm. are also pretty uh, you know 
things that people tend to forget. And I feel like, yes. so we have a creative team on this thing. You have you and the artist, obviously you have the colorist, the letterer, and then, you know, giving credit to the editor too, because right. someone needs to look over the book. Um, sure. yeah. But the letterer and, and the letters in this thing are great too. So DC Hopkins kicked it up, kicked butt on this one too. Heck yeah. And when I found out uh, DC was going to be the letterer, I, I was so thrilled. I, I mean, I, I already knew who DC was. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's done a ton of books. He's been um, uh, Ringo nominated and everything. And I didn't find out until I saw the trade dress for issue one. And then I, I was looking, I was like, is that DC Hopkins? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I, I, I almost got like a little bit starstruck, you know, for, I'm like, oh no, what if he thinks I'm a terrible writer and he thinks my, my script sucks and, and he doesn't like how my, my script formatting is. Um, but yeah, super happy that uh, DC is on, on this book. Um, you know, he's a busy guy. It's so busy, you know, um, I was, me, uh, my wife and I, we were in Baltimore uh, previous weekend for the Ringo Awards because her book got nominated and DC was there too. Uh, but it was so busy. Everyone was so excited. I was in the same room with, with um, uh, DC and we didn't get a chance to even uh, shake hands or high five or take a selfie together. But uh, next time and uh we, we have you know been in contact but uh he likes the book too he thought it was really cool um which is you know uh a big compliment uh, for me i i, I took I, you know so it's a it's a great project man i i couldn't be more thrilled with everyone that's on it you know i really am blessed it's a uh, and what the the word bubbles one being you know purplish and mm -hmm. the white and then the black also makes it easier for the reader like myself to yes. decipher who's talking. And, and, and I don't know if we had this conversation last time, but I was not very good at reading when I was younger. And so mm. comic books have always been that, you know, I can picture the person talking because the bubble's right above them. I know who was right. talking. Whereas a, yeah. a novel is obviously not that easy because right. of the fact that you have to remember who's, who's who and all that stuff. And, yes. and having different color bubbles makes it even easier um, yeah. for that. And it's something that's funny because if this was real, there wouldn't be speech bubbles. <laughs> right, right. But it gives it kind of like an idea that maybe people speak different accents or, right. you know, that kind of thing too. So uh, obviously if it's a different language, usually, you know, letters and you guys usually say it's a different language and then translate yeah. it. But uh, I like that difference though. Me, me too. And I was hoping that um, Dream Master would have his own like uh, unique color for his, for his word balloons. And, and when I first saw um, the, I got to read it, but for the first time when I saw that, I was like, oh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and I'm sure that was a conversation uh, Demetrius had with DC, uh, you know, since Demetrius is, it's, it's his project. But yeah, I, I was so happy with, you know, some of the uh, other, the bad guys had, you know, the black word bubbles. I think that stands out a lot because, you know, uh, I took, uh, I, I compared the comic book a little bit, you know, to, uh, uh, to Spawn. So, mm -hmm. you know, I loved how Spawn uh, is lettered. So, yes. um, you know, that, uh, spawn books throughout the whole entire 300 plus issues have been beautifully lettered, um, throughout the year. So uh, I'm glad that it has a similar tone to that in the lettering. It just seems to give a home run for a team here with Demetrius creating, you know, starting this whole project, you DC, Luigi, yeah. you know, Robert, uh, you know, the, the, um, who I say? Ruben, sorry. Um, mm. all that together seems like it was an awesome team to put together. Is yeah. it, so obviously you mentioned it's, uh, you know, easier in the sense that you don't have to manage those people, but uh, do you have some freedom on where the story goes or is it, uh, is Demetrius feeding you things um, as you go along? 
Yeah, I mean, I I, I get to um take it um where I want to, but if Demetrius is like, well, that's not what we where we want to go quite yet with the character. Let's save that further down the road. Then you know, we I gotta uh you know reel it back in a little bit. You know, some things uh, we've had discussed and we've we've changed in in the script here and there, but um you know uh it, it it's been for the most part i'm not like boxed into like any corner or anything like that so uh, yeah i mean lot- it see it seems like a lot of like a tv show you you know when they create a property from a tv from a book to a tv show mm-hmm. the the you know obviously they, a lot of times like for example i don't know the walking dead's a bad one but the walking dead yeah. It, 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 they took some liberties and obviously they're like, right. Oh, I want to do this. Like, well, we can't do that because we're planning that in the future, or you can't use this character because of that. Uh, but right. they still had some freedom uh, to do smaller things. It sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. Like the, uh, the synopsis, the page and a half didn't list every single character. Yeah. You know, we, we had like two characters in the synopsis and of course it needed more than that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm bringing in all these, these, these other uh, characters um, and, you know, uh, this uh, working on the second volume right now so there's you know a, a new villain too uh, that gets added to the mix that I got to you know introduce um and mix in with all these other characters that we see in the first volume so yeah um I, I have freedom to, to an extent uh to, to build this world you know uh, larger and that's what I'm getting paid to do and having fun doing it yeah and it's how it's also nice almost a sense that it could be considered co-written if you think about it with yeah. with Demetrius so you have some help where like right. I always like the team aspect I like working by myself but I always like the team aspect because someone else is going to think about something that you didn't think about or exactly. you're going to bring something to Demetrius and say hey this is what I really would like to go with it and he's like well I actually didn't think about that and right. it's it's a great thing to have that team effort uh and then yeah. both of you don't have to do everything <laughs> exactly and yeah so share, the, share the wealth you know and yeah, the team effort uh, it goes a long way that's for sure so is this you have an ongoing series right now this is the ongoing series i mean like obviously the recount was was you know Hmm. certain number of issues at the time obviously we talk a little bit about the the future of that at some point Mm -hmm. you had a couple of one shots coming out Mm -hmm. recently you have you have all these books that are not like ongoing is it is it do you like this ongoing thing i do you know um one of of the things that's the hardest uh part of writing is is the ending you know i think i think the everything uh beyond that is the funnest part but the ending is uh, you got it you can have a great um you know beginning and middle but if you don't have a good ending that people will remember the endings more than Mm -hmm. anything else you know like all the um uh popular tv shows in history people are like yep great series hated how it ended (laughs) yeah like forget the 11 years that seinfeld or whatever was on that one last episode and it uh but their whistle yeah you know it all goes out the window but (laughs) knowing that it's ongoing you know uh gives us uh, a lot to do but there's also its own challenges too like you know so many things i want to do but i also don't want to you know uh spend that too quickly mm-hmm. too you know um and demetrius is good at letting me know like hey you know let's wait further down the road maybe which is a good thing to have you know like okay great if you want me to wait till issue 50 to do that that's great I'll, that means there's 50 more issues for me to write <laughs> so yeah, I, I hope i can it can go on for that long and be attached to it for that long 
and it's nice that Demetrius is the one in charge of it. So like he's the one that has the say on whether or not they make issue 50 or not. <laughs> so it's exactly. not like it's not like your series, you're trying to get to 50 and right. someone above you is like, yeah, you can stop at 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you have this ability, the person, you know, in charge of the project is the one that came up with the story to start yeah. with. So uh, that's pretty cool in that sense. Um, yeah. But it, it's also based in a, like a, we talked about with, with Luigi's art in a crazy environment mm-hmm. compared to what you have been doing uh, yeah, uh more sure. recently i mean like you know mm-hmm. with caffeinated hearts that i have behind me that's great based in basically the real world um yeah. you know hyper aware but that's space but like it's still yeah. not dream world it's not right. in another dimension of sorts it's, <laughs> it's still grounded in some sense um yeah. that must be cool too to have that ability to like you said rules yeah. But really, there's broader ability to do things in, in, in something like Dream Master, huh? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it provides a lot more storytelling. And that's what this type of series um, brings to the reader is storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can go to different places. And it's my goal in every issue that we're, we're not just in one dream setting. We jump from different uh, places. Um, I like to kind of compare it to that movie Looper from uh, uh, a while back. No, I'm yeah. sorry, not Looper, um, Jumper. Oh, Jumper, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I love Looper, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that was a time travel one, but Jumper, yeah. um, you know, the, the guy that teleported and he just jumped to different settings all over the place. Uh, that that was awesome, you know? Um, so I think oh. that the comic book has a feel like you turn the page and oh, oh they're in this whole other setting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, I think that's also how we dream too. You know, mm-hmm. our, our dreams are random and bizarre and take us to different places. So I, I want the readers to have that feeling uh, when they put down the issue, too. It, it also wouldn't be that great of a comic book to read if it's like you, your, your nightmare is the, the failing the test that you're supposed to take the next day. Like that would <laughs> right. be kind of boring of, of a dream world. Yeah. Or a, you're naked at school yes. or work <laughs> or you're being in your pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't worry that. <laughs> right. it's, it's too real. Right. Um I do love the joke. Uh, I don't want to give too much away in the book. I don't want to give anything away in the book. You should pick it up on November 30th, but uh, is they do a portal Mm. at one point. And I love, why didn't you just portal us up to the, (laughs) to the space, the, wherever they were going. And it was just kind of funny to me. I was like, yeah, that's a joke. Cause I, that's kind of the joke they made on um, Dr. Strange where like they portal to all my magic only works so far. Um, yeah. on, on Doctor Strange, that is. I just like that was funny. That's like, see that I love a book that has obviously some seriousness to it because mm-hmm. characters can die, uh, right. and there's monsters and creatures and things like that. But also, you know what? I mentioned to someone the other day that like someone, everybody, every funeral out there, someone laughs at one point during the yes. funeral because there's nothing completely 100% serious in this world mm-hmm. that you can't have a little bit of like, uh-huh. oh, John used to like to do this, uh-huh. now he's dead. Uh-huh. Right. you know like but like it's like you have this comedy so like having that light humor here and there mm. um breaks up things and make it seems honestly to me more realistic yeah and it goes back to what i was saying uh about the rules you know yeah. we're in this dream world but we need to make sure we're not using it as a crutch too mm. so you know that scene that you're referring to not only like um builds that that little um 
uh, relationship between Dream Master and the girl, and she's asking questions like a girl, uh, a little girl would do. Like, and, and you know, he's kind of getting annoyed <laughs> by it. But he's, we're also learning uh, as uh, in this first issue how this world and the r- rules work too, mm. which is an important thing to have in that um, in the first issue, so people can kind of get uh, subscribed to it. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, he can't just cheat. You know, there's a reason why, and there's some thought put into this. Um, yeah, because, uh, you know, people, you're always going to have the reality police. And the comic book community is not is not low <laughs> at all in, in the reality police, you know. But, um, yeah, yeah, you can explain a few things here and there. But uh, sometimes you have to be like, dude, it's a comic book, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, we, we do, I, like I, I mentioned many times before to people is, I like comic books that are based in real world but have one or two things that are drastically different that makes it a comic book and makes it fake i mean i would hate to just read a comic book about like a war that's happening right now and it's like realistically going on um you can make something that's like you know compares itself to that Mm -hmm. but still separate you know like uh, iron man one the movie was you know based in the middle east but it's not like Iron Man was physically at the, the exactly. war in the Middle East. Um, but like how this is like, it's based in the real world that this little girl has a dream. And right. so it has that slight change that makes it fake. You have to go, okay, this is not real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the same, I just watched uh, Terrifier too. Did you see that yet? No, not yet. I want to. <laughs> uh, it, it's yeah. just funny. Cause like there's certain things that someone's like, so, so gross. I'm like, yeah, but I can, I'm watching it going, I know this is fake. Yeah. Like, I, so it's hard for me to just be like, oh yeah, that's gross. I'm not going to puke, vomit or faint right. like some people have been doing because <laughs> I know it's fake and I know it's not real blood. Uh, yeah, and so exactly. reading a comic book like Dream Master and going, mm-hmm. oh, that person almost, it's a comic book. It's right. not real people. It's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Let's escape it, world for a little bit and go into comic books. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's escapism. You know, mm-hmm. um, that uh, on that subject, that's why a lot of people, uh, no, I want to say a lot of people, but some of the criticisms I got um, from the recount was it, it was too grounded in reality. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I can't help that it came out when it did. Um, and so it, it, uh, it's not escapism for some people. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's always that's subjective anyways, in the first place. So, you know, it, I think a lot of people go into the comic book store um, to just have something fun to read. And, and uh, a lot of people are searching for a comic book, you know, the, what yeah. that classic um escapism and i think they're gonna find this in uh dream master this this is some place that they haven't seen and you know they don't know what's going to happen on the next page yeah in in, in in the dream master himself is almost well i could say dream master themselves because honestly you really don't technically don't know <laughs> but uh <laughs> they're wearing a, you know a costume and, and, and they have weapons and they're saving someone in it so like you have this superhero-esque person i mean i, I call right. him a superhero or a supervillain either way it, it, it's uh, there's a character-esque of a traditional comic book in it exactly excuse me and so there's that to it as well but yeah at the end of the year paul my buddy paul who owns a local comic book shop in the area are going to do our comic books of the year on the podcast and and i realized that i don't know if there's any big two comic books this year that really fit fit that mold for me yeah. that it was that the 10 comic books that i love the most this year comic books that have this 
real world is i don't know i just had this but it has a little bit of escapism in it and i feel like that's what dream master has which is pretty cool oh, technically yeah. sorry dream master won't qualify because it has to have three issues released ah. in 2023 it would qualify next, next year, year. Okay. so but make Perfect. sure that issues three four five and six are all amazing <laughs> and you're all set <laughs> we'll do. Uh, yeah that was our only stipulation i said three issues have to be released because i mean honestly you could read the best issue yeah. ever that like at, on December, it's not really fair right. the entire year. And the same thing in yeah, January of last year, if a series that was unbelievable ended, it's like right. only one issue came out this year. So yeah, our rules are yeah. three issues. So next year, Dream Master will be in the running uh, for that, sure. So, Cause honestly, uh, every year I would just pick the recount, right? I mean, that's, you know me. <laughs> yeah, just have to keep on putting out a well, one shot every year for the recount. <laughs> uh, just- uh, honorable <laughs> mention is the recount. Justin, that doesn't count. No, sorry. <laughs> yes absolutely and so dream master is just a fun book that like yeah the cool thing is to me it was like i wanted you know me i wanted more recount which we we're gonna get but yes. it was like so i was like oh, i'll read this i mean i like jonathan's work we'll read yeah. it and then i read it i was like okay i'm really happy about this this is a Good. great book and, and oh. it's exciting and so these kind of books there's something there's also something to say that when I like someone's writing, they could be actually be a bad book and it's probably <laughs> still a good book. Um, I love Brian Michael Bendis, one of my favorite writers of all time. Yeah, he just oh. wrote the, the ones, which yeah. was really good, but it also could have been just good. And I thought it was really good because I like Brian Michael Bendis. Of, of course. Yeah, we 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 all like what we like, you know, yes. and, and we go into some things already uh, you know, a fan, I, I think, yeah. you know, uh and, and that kind of sways our, our opinion or we go into something already hating it mm-hmm. you know and, and that uh, uh sways it too so i'm to, i'm to blame on that i'm a big marvel fan right and uh-huh. uh we're we have a comic book graphic novel club which the recount is on that list of books to read Ooh. uh <laughs> we we just read batman the long halloween and mm. i'm not a dc fan at, like at all like i just don't get into it i don't like the universe of it at mm. all and my buddy, Paul, who owns the shop, this is one of his favorite books of all time. Oh, and okay. so, but when I went into it, I opened the first page. I sadly went, I don't like DC, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. like this. Yes. And it did affect me as I read the book. Yeah. I, there was a great book for what it was. It just didn't resonate with me like it did with him. And there's yeah. that. I wish I could just flick the switch and be like, you don't know anything about this. Right. Read the book. And yeah. then at the end, you can switch your switch back on. But like, so I wasn't a big fan of it. And he was kind of disappointed that he thought this was what was going to get me over to DC. And, yeah. uh, but I mean, it's worth reading because it is what they base a lot of movies and stuff off of yeah. is this, oh, this story. A lot of them pull from long Halloween yes. for, yes. for sure. I think uh, at least, uh, definitely uh, Nolan's trilogy uh, and the latest uh, Matt Reeves yeah. uh, to an extent as well, for sure. Yeah. But so Dream Master comes out November 30th from Black mm-hmm. Box Comics and yeah. that we're now yeah, we're a couple of weeks away when this releases. Issue two drops in December. Yep. Uh, December so make sure you get on that. Yeah. Yep. And then obviously January and so on and so on and so on. Until they, ready for pre-order right now, too. So until they cancel you. No. Um <laughs> it's I'll tell you right now, it, one of the benefits of, of of doing things like this is I get to read it ahead of time. And it's a very, very, very good book. And I recommend it to anybody. I wouldn't just say that. Uh I, I do talk before that people do solicit us all the time to do reviews to do yeah. um get on the podcast and i the very beginning of the podcast was like of course let's get people on here and then yeah, i like yeah. got to a point where i read a comic book that was not good <laughs> and my former yeah. co-host who had to move on for right now but he he read it too he's like he separately texted me and like 
we're not doing this right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sorry. I didn't realize it was this bad. So, so nowadays it's a little bit nice. Now I have such a full schedule. It's easy for me to just to say, I don't have, I don't have time. Sorry. Yeah. I'm already booked till the end of January uh, oh, on here. So yeah. So we'll fit people good, in if they want to come in. If, if, that's a good problem if, to have. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to quickly chat on to, uh, on the couple of the things we didn't able to get to get to really quickly on last yeah. time we were on is obviously you just released caffeinated hearts recently. Yes. Uh, as yeah. well as hyper aware. I don't, my uh, LCS, um, it was for some reason didn't come in. I don't, he probably didn't uh, order it, um, but yeah. I have one coming in. So I don't have that right now, um, gotcha. but mm-hmm. I do have caffeinated hearts. This book to me was going to be out of the two books that you came out with recently. Uh-huh. You know how you like, you pick one, you're like, okay, this yeah. is the ones I want to read. I was going to be like hyper aware. That's giving me my book. <laughs> it ended up being caffeinated. I live like, like oh, both yeah. of them, but caffeinated hearts ended up being the book that I was like, again talking about being different yeah it's a really cool book and the artwork is so unique in my opinion thank you that it adds so much to it who's the artist on it again uh stefano cardicelli who yes. him, him and i worked together before on freak show night um yep. that was published by second sight and then um uh space cadet which was published by um scoop the all ages imprint at scout do you yep. already have it slabbed back there or is it just resting no in- but I was like, damn, that's impressive, man. Yeah, it's, I, it's I something's to... killing the children, number one. That's the impressive part, right? <laughs> that is, yeah. I was like, wow, I need to talk to your CDC guy. Exactly, right? The... No, no I, way. I can't get turnarounds like that. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, Stefano kills it. Uh, he has this great um, chaotic uh, uh, way, style that mm-hmm. I think lends to many different genres. And that's why him and I have done you know, three books in three different genres. Yeah. Freak Show Night, uh, Gory Zombie book, mm. Space Cadet, this all ages uh, fairy tale esque story, and then Caffeinated Hearts, a, a slice of life book set in this like cyberpunk um, backdrop. Uh, and, you know, just in, I just really enjoy working with him. And it's an honor every time I get to work with him. He's a multi award winning comic book artist published by Heavy Metal Magazine. Bram Stoker award winning and he, he's crushing it. He could, I don't know why he's not doing, you know, big two covers uh, left and right. Uh, yeah. But some, I mean, this is, a, this would be the, this would be the people who love the artwork of this would be one of those people like you, you people who go see your Scotty Young covers, your, your yes. um, um, yep. Peach Momoko covers, like the covers that people right. go from a distance. You're like, I know who that is. This yep. would be the same way in a DC or, or a Marvel book. You'd be like, yep. I know Stephanie, yeah, that's who that is. Um, yeah. The cool thing to me about this is that it was a one shot. So it was one and done, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, but I wanted more. That's what made, make, yeah. I wanted like almost each individual story in the book to be its yes. own book. And then, um, but I feel like you would have had to fill a lot of fluff in there uh, oh, to yeah. make it, you know, the way that it is. Um, but I also, the, the messiness of his artwork yeah. um, can be a turnoff in my opinion. So like mm-hmm. we talked about Department of Truth to start off here is mm-hmm. the Department of Truth to me is such a great book. Yeah. I am not a huge fan of Martin Simmons's artwork just because mm-hmm. of how messy it is and, and right, how right. like obscure it really is. He's very talented. I can't do that. Yes. Yeah. But you need to have a good writer, in my opinion, to for me to even make it through that book. Right. Uh, so obviously James is an unbelievable mm-hmm. writer. So he, uh, same with this. I, I love yeah. your writing so much that this was easy to get through. And it's Thank not you. super. I mean, you can tell who she is. The yeah, biggest thing yeah. to me on, on, on Martin Simmons is I get lost with some of the characters in the department. Yeah. I, um, yeah. You know who she is and you know who the other people in the book are. So it's right. 
Stefano does better on that. <laughs> um, but having a good writer and having that art style does help. Have a good writer. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've, over the, the years, I've learned uh, Stefano's uh, strengths. Um, you know, that my first book I did with him, with Freaks Your Night, had multiple panels, like seven, nine panels, some pages. And, you know, I realized this uh, putting him in these little small squares isn't where he's going to shine. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why for Space Cadet, we did um, a, 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 every page is a one page splash. You know, it, every page is, is a masterpiece, something that you'd want to hang on your wall. Um, and, that, and that lends to that uh, uh, the audience that that's yeah. supposed to go to um, all ages. So everyone. <laughs> um, well, my son's 18 months right now and I'm not giving it to him yet just because I like the book. So yeah, I don't want him to ruin it, it yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gave him one comic book. My buddy who work, owns the comic book store got like Diamond accidentally drop shipped him like a hundred copies of oh, wow. Spider- like he orders 25 copies of a book. Like, so this is the size comic book you're, they're talking about. Maybe maybe less than that most of the times. Like 100 copies of the Greg Land variant of Spider Gwenverse number five. Uh-huh, some random. But literally yeah. got a box yeah. of this 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 thing. And he contacted them multiple times and never. So he's like, how are, he's like getting them out on free comic book, not free comic book day, but um, Halloween or whatever. And yeah. I gave one to my son. He obviously immediately just crumpled the whole thing. I'm right. like, ha ha, you're not getting any of my comic books yet. <laughs> You proved you're not worthy yet. <laughs> they don't make uh, 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 slip cases that they go every page, so that you can't break it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, one day he'll get it, and that makes sense. The big splash pages on it, he's going to pull yeah. the attention into uh, 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 on those pages, and, and this is the same similar uh, yeah. style. Um, and with Caffeinated Hearts, it was, you know, there's a lot of double page splashes, yeah. um, a few one page splashes, and then most of those vignettes that are in there are. Mm -hmm. Um, they're no more than um, four panels per page. So um, yeah, uh, I, Stefano, I, I think, you know, he, he, those books I work with on, on him, it's, they're successful because of him, you know, <laughs> they see that artwork and they're like, whoa, I want to get this book. Then they ask what it's about. And then I, I go into my pitch. So super talented guy. Yeah. I, I look forward to working with them some more. Yeah, and as I said, I was super happy about that one. I think the title I used or something like that for the review was like a much to pick me up because there is this, yes. uh, um, you know, when I read the recount, I need something to go pick me up after getting exactly. done with it. And, right. and that's what the caffeinated heart's supposed to mean. Hyper Aware was really good too. I don't want to take too much time to talk about everything, but Hyper Aware is available also a one shot yes. um, yeah. from um, Source Point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, out there. And um, because I really wanted to talk really quickly, if you could say the recounts come back. Yeah. Is there anything else you can tell me about it? Um, so it only takes <laughs> place a, a few months after the events of, of the first volume. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to do it like a, a year or two uh, later, but, you know, I had conversations with my editor, Andrea Molinari, who's returning from the first volume, who he, I think he he's the biggest fan of the recount series. So like when he put, gives me a suggestion for a yeah. change, I'm like, okay, okay. Th yeah. this must mean something. So, but, um, uh, we're dealing with the ramifications of uh, a, a, a nationwide event. So it's not going to be a carbon copy of the first mm -hmm. volume, but it's more like people are still looking over their shoulder. We're having to fill in these um, uh, voids in our uh, political system with mm -hmm. people, and we're not going through the checks and balances as fast as we could. Uh, it's more of like the butterfly effect uh, of what would happen you know, this happened in volume one, 
And now what would our world be like afterwards? How are we going to pick up the pieces? And there's still someone out uh, on the loose that orchestrated all that mm -hmm. stuff. So what's going to, you know, do they have a plan B? Do they have a contingency plan? Um, so it, it's a lot of fun to write, uh, but I'm also like nerve wracking writing it because I'm, I keep on telling myself, it doesn't have to live up to recount one. It just needs to be a good sequel. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, and if I keep that in mind, I think uh, people will, will enjoy it for what it's worth. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, you like being in the world, the universe. You want to yeah. continue that on. So as long as it's, uh, you know, good and it has that, mm -hmm. that its own encompassing story to follow up with it. I mean, all yeah. of us fans who are fans of it are going to buy it and, right. and, and read it. And so I'm guessing it's another five issues. Is that what it was? Yeah, uh, four. I'm mean, four. Sorry, I keep four. on saying five, but I just four issues. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have 27 different <laughs> versions of the same issues. Um, but you. Uh, you know, a third prince and all that stuff. But no, yeah. it, it's the four issues again to me i mentioned that to uh the ladies this morning uh lauren knight and, and christy williams that's gonna come out next week is golden rage is only five issues mm -hmm. so it was like okay you can commit to that like if it's yes. not your thing at least you can buy five issues of a series so four issues right four or five dollars an issue that's 20 yeah. bucks like come on you can you can do that it's no problem at all so yeah, uh, and the trade is for number one is available right now at most yep. local comic book shops or um, some big bookstores, I'm guessing too. Yeah, Amazon yep. it's at uh, Books A Million uh, and uh, Barnes Noble. Yep. Uh, I walked past Barnes Noble and I was like, hey, that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Sandwiched in between all the other trays. Uh, so I pulled it out and put it in front of uh, someone else's book. <laughs> Mom, a couple of weeks ago, Charles Soule uh, was at oh. my buddy, the shop in Bangor, and where oh, I live wow. here in Maine. He had just stopped by, go to Stephen King's house. He's looking some from first yeah. edition Stephen King book as an mm -hmm. author, and he stopped by my buddy's shop. But mm -hmm. the day before, he thought, my buddy thought that he had stopped by, and he mm -hmm. says, I wonder, I should go check my books to see, because he's uh -huh. heard of creators going through and just signing books and oh, then leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty cool, except for the person who was like, Someone scribbled in my book. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, I don't know who this person is. <laughs> I, uh, I, and I, I've never done that. I never go in to start signing. Because uh, unlike novels, yes. you know, uh, people are picky about that. Uh, yeah. And you might have just caused a, a comic book shop to not sell a, yes. a book. So. <laughs> No, I he didn't do that. So I'll let everybody know as a Charles Soul fan. He did not do that. <laughs> he came back the next day and asked yep. my, my friend, do you want me to sign some stuff? He signed the wall too. He's actually got some signatures going up on the wall. Um, cool. But he's like, it was like, he had a couple Star Wars books that were out that week. And then a 8 billion genies, like a yeah. 17th print of 8 billion genies. Uh, he <laughs> was there yeah. and he printed that. Yeah. 8 billion uh, print. Of yeah. 8 I think they're looking for, um, that's why it's called 8 billion genies. He's going to get to issue 8 billion in, in yeah. reprints. It's insane. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. I'm one of those things that I love a series to like recount. Mm. I yeah. start to buy the first, the second, the third, fourth printings for some obscure reason. And <laughs> so like now every time I see on his list coming out, 8 billion genies, fourth printing of number four, I'm like, why do I need this? Right, I yeah. do. <laughs> uh, and the it, covers it, are all by Ryan Brown. So it's not even like there's like, they're different. <laughs> they're just variations of the same characters. But it's such a good series and he he's such a good writer. I got to meet him uh several years ago before I was even you know, publishing comic books. Um, you know, I was a fan of uh, his run on this uh, new 52 Swamp Thing, uh, which he doesn't get much credit for because, you know, he had to follow um, Scott Snyder, yeah. you know, um, and, you know, people have their opinions on new 52 uh, 
and things like that. So, but I picked up um, his new series, uh, first issue of Hell to Pay. I'm looking forward to reading that one. And man, yeah. Uh, I am a big fan of that one. And it's yeah. supposed to be a big universe too. It's supposed to be like a couple different very like offshoots of the same book are going to be bringing around this, cool. around this series and stuff like that too. It's funny because I'm a big Charles Soule fan too. I mean, I basically mm -hmm. buy everything. I've read Letter 44 uh, from, yeah, from I love Oni, that. I, Oni yeah, Press. And then- Curse words, obviously, curse words, mm -hmm. undiscovered country, all of his Star Wars stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But when I saw the book come out, I was like, oh, that sounds like a cool book. And then I was like, skipped over. I'm putting together my pull list for the comic book <laughs> shop. And I'm like, what is this hell to pay? And I'm like, wait, Charles, how did I not know this was coming? <laughs> I know that there's I was too so many comics. On 8 billion genie. <laughs> right? Like, when did you have time to do that one too? I, yeah. It's bad. It, it's one of those things I had to start. And the funny thing is, you know who's lost my business is Marvel not yeah. there's nothing there the marvel's great and i love it it's just right, right. picking up my floppy cop comics every week I, I i would rather almost pick up a lot of these independent stories uh yeah. than something from the world of hulk or whatever because the right. stories to me they need to step back and go back about 10 years mm -hmm. uh even 15 years and go to the secret invasion civil war siege right. those eras of comic books in my opinion and you know back when Brian Michael Bendis was writing and Mark Miller was writing. Yeah. Those are what I want in, in the new Marvel. So a lot of it's been, if I can't afford the comic books, sorry. Yeah. Marvel's going back on the shelf and I'm grabbing this thing from black box or something. Yeah. It's, it's just a sad thing to have to do, but you know, yeah, glad, I, I, though. Me, me too. I mean, the, we're in a golden age of indie comics, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I, I think uh, the, the comic book readers are picking up indies left and right. And, you know, there's no shortage of, of indie comic books. Yeah. Um, and we're getting more, um, uh, the, the self-published is becoming more mainstream. You know, uh, people are are crowd are buying crowdfunding books too. Uh, they don't, it doesn't need to have a fancy stamp on, on it of who the publisher is. People are going out, they're getting their favorite creators. They're yep. following their creators. They're not just following their favorite publishers because they got to be picky and choosy nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many... New comic book day is 50 plus comic books every single week. You know, mm -hmm. no one's picking up all those. Uh, so, and yeah. it used to be month to month. And now all of a sudden I know you're like, okay, damage control number three comes out for Marvel this week. And then last week you're like, or last week and this week you're like, wait, damage control number four is on here because right. of scheduling things. They just released it back to back weeks. And if you're reading yeah. that ongoing series, I'm like, God, it, it's so hard money for this. Right. And between the money and having the time to read it, read it's it. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> and then reading some things. I mean, I just discovered my buddy, Paul, who owns the shop revival, uh, mm. Tim Seeley book from back in 2012, 13. Yeah. We completely didn't, wasn't even on our radar. The book even existed. Yeah. Him and I are both humongous Scotty Young fans. And he even mm. did a variant cover for like <laughs> issue five or something like that. Or Random. <laughs> and yeah. so like, I was like, how did we not hear about it? The book's unbelievable. And yeah. so I've even got that where I have to like read these new issues and then go, okay, but I want to go back into the revival world. I got to get back right. into that world. Uh, yeah. and, you know, and I have an 18 month old. So there's always that in there. Oh, too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're never going to have enough time. There's not, you, you can't read. Uh, it's like that, the Twilight Zone episode where the guy broke his glasses and had all the time in the world. And what we need is I need to get when he's old enough, he needs to read a series. I need to read a series. Then we just need to tell each other about the series. Clip notes. Yeah. There we go. And then we know about him and then we'll yeah. move on from there. When he's old enough, I'll just get him to write for the site here. You review that, all these comic book trade for us. Yes. There you go. Delegate that. <laughs> um, recount 
do you have a goal? Like, I know their dates are obviously obscure in this world nowadays anyway, yeah. but like, are you hoping beginning, early, middle, next, end of the uh, year? What do you think? I'm hoping that the first half of uh, 2023 for the, at least the first issue. Okay. So, yeah. It, and are you going to try to do it monthly or are you just going to put it out when you get them? Well, done? put them out when I get them. Yeah. yeah. It, it's going to be, um, yeah, it, it's going to be better that way. So, because if I waited till I had all four in the can, and we, then we did a month, month. It, yeah. it wouldn't be 2023. No. So uh, I w- I'm afraid that you know if we waited much longer, people are gonna it's gonna lose its heat. Yeah. You know. So and people people deserve a follow up to the recount. And if so it's good, people, which it will be in my opinion, it, 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 people will wait because I know yeah, like the, yeah. the last running was amazing, and they released that thing over like 24 months for five right. issues. So. I think yeah. we can wait a little bit in between if it has to be for the issues on that. Uh, yeah. And I always, I love rereading some comic books that I really like. So when they're mm. spread out like that, I read one. And then yes. a couple months later when two comes out, I read one again and then yes. two and then, you know, so on and so forth. So you end up reading the first few issues a couple of times, which is great. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I, 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 sometimes it, there's a burden of when they come month to month too. It's like, ah, God, where am I going to put this amongst all the other refiles? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, some of them you just wait. There's some mini series that I know are going to be like eight billion genies I had to read because of the artist and author or mm-hmm. writer combination and the whole storyline behind it. Um, yeah. But if that, if I knew it was pretty good and I want to read it, knowing it was only eight issues, I might have waited for all eight issues to come out and sure. then read it. A kind of like a binging aspect of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that one I have to read every week because that's just so good too. Yeah. yeah. Every month I should say. Um, yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, we're in here to talk about Dream Master. So Dream Master, November thirtieth. Yes. Um, you can get it at your local comic book shop. You can also get mm-hmm. it at blackboxcomics.com. Is that what it is? Uh, .net. .net. You yeah, can get it there .net. also mm-hmm. down on there. Um, mm-hmm. Are you coming? Are you going to any cons or anything like that after this uh, comes out? Or uh, no, I don't have any in the books, but okay. I uh, submitted my application recently to um, all the fan uh, bo- okay. uh, fan expos. So hopefully they'll pick me up for one of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm closest to Megacon. So I, Okay. Probably will go to MegaCon next year. I submitted an application to Emerald City, um, New York Comic Con. I'm hoping to go to Heroes Con again. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to hit the like the, the top five, yeah, uh, major ones ish. That's yeah. That everyone has an opinion on which ones are the best, but no cons in the books. But gonna be in, on uh, in New Orleans uh, this Saturday, November twelfth. Uh, Crescent City Comic Books invited me and my wife Francesca out there. So we're making the drive from east coast of Florida to New Orleans to check out a, a new comic book shot to us. So yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that uh, that stuff you can do together as a couple. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> Not only it you guys helps. are both like kind of in the industry together too. It's like <laughs> yeah, there's a benefit there. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, you can grab it November 30th and then uh, tell your comic book shop to order two and three um yes. for you as well get that going get that in your pull list uh mm-hmm. pull box wherever it's called at your local comic book shop um and then yeah look for the recount i'm excited no <laughs> um other things and if you can get this i mean i'm sure there's still copies available i mean i'm not saying that oh, in yeah. a bad way but i'm sure that there's copies available of um caffeinated hearts and hyper aware if you can get your lcs can get those for you yep. pick those up too it's one shot it's easy to read easy just do yep. it uh pick those up and obviously you have stuff for sale i've been eyeing printing plates room oh yes <laughs> no one Printing, else is allowed right? to buy them you know if your <laughs> website had one of those uh, installment payment plan things i probably would have already purchased them uh, but no yeah, or yeah link it up to paypal and do yeah like, exactly something thing. i don't know but uh yeah so uh 
check out uh, your website too. Is it just jonathanhedrick.com? Uh, jonathanhedrickcomics.com. Yeah. All right, check that out. And then um, follow Jonathan on Facebook or uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, all Instagram, things. Facebook. Yep. Uh, and you just type in not Jonathan Hedrick. You'll, you'll, Hedrick, you'll come up because Should. you're yeah. just no vowels in your name. If you want exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, but uh, thanks to uh, obviously Black Box to all yes. this stuff. Demetrius was nice. Demetrius has been retweeting some stuff also, obviously promoting yes. his, his book and stuff. And uh, mm. congratulations on this. Cause I mean, Luigi knocked it out of the park. Everybody yeah. on the team knocked it out of the park. So I'm excited yeah, thank to, you so much. to see I how it goes it. further. Uh, and obviously you'll be back on at some point. We'll, we'll talk as we get closer to recount. Uh, cool. We'll talk, or maybe after a few issues of this, um dream master comes out where yeah. we can we'll do a spoiler issue it's an episode at some point where we can actually talk about the book because that sounds good that that's sounds the fun. downside of talking about a book before it comes out is you yeah. really don't want to give anything away so right um, but yeah um awesome man i really appreciate it enjoy yeah, uh you back you're back in florida so enjoy the warm weather yes. uh, down there it was actually 70 something degrees for the past three days here in maine in is that warm for you guys <laughs> record it was like the average temperature in maine on this weekend was about 45 50 Ooh. it was in yeah. the mid 70s for three straight days uh, uh, here so yeah it was pretty insane we walked i would outside take the, the mid 70s like, down here <laughs> <laughs> that would be a relief exactly can, and, and no hurricanes <laughs> and no hurricanes right <laughs> oh yeah um, but i really appreciate it again uh, thanks for coming on and make sure you pick up november 30th three master lcs thanks man thank you